there is an old saying that wisdom is challenge plus learning plus forgiveness. You put those three together and you get wisdom. Hey, it's Carla Rieger from the Artistry of Change and Mind Story Academy, and we'd like to present the Successful Life Podcast. Discover mindset secrets for success in business and life. Hey, this is Carla Rieger, and this is part four of the five-part Pentata meditation process, and part four is forgiveness. Now, why forgiveness in your meditation? Well, I believe that forgiveness is one of the biggest things that we are here to do in this game called life. And this doesn't mean to condone behavior, but to really learn from life experiences, you actually need to extract the learning and then forgive. And then the trauma or the negativity can release out of your body-mind system, which can do all kinds of amazing things. I've found that people who've done this forgiveness process, just one or two minutes a day, regularly have noticed all kinds of health issues disappearing, depression disappear, um, bitterness about life, expectations about life being bad in the future disappear in this sense of peacefulness or hopefulness or optimism about the future increases and it's huge. <laughs> It's huge. Relationships open up, possibilities. I don't know if you've ever talked to somebody and you kind of sense that they live with what we call in English a chip on their shoulder. They have this underlying sense of bitterness about life or resentment or anger. And maybe they're smiling, they're joking, they're being warm and friendly, but just underneath you can sense this sort of resentment. And sometimes you're not even picking up on it consciously, but subconsciously we pick up on these things. And it's just like, you know how you suddenly go, you know, that person has a lot of underlying anger. You know how you can pick up on that with people. Well, if you do this forgiveness process that I'm gonna show you in a moment, a lot of that kind of melts away and you get to actually get the wisdom <laughs> of hard experiences in your life instead of staying in resentment. In fact, there's an old saying that wisdom is challenge plus learning plus forgiveness. You put those three together and you get wisdom. And if you don't do that alchemical process, you can just have a lot of bitterness and closing yourself off to different people and different aspects of life and living a very small life because you've just decided not to learn from your life experiences. And I know I certainly, even though I think I'm a forgiving person and I think I've learned my life lessons, you know, if you do this little forgiveness process in your meditation, I find, oh my gosh, I'm still holding on to this thing from this person 20 years ago. And it's like, wow, you don't realize till you do it. So it's called forgiveness three ways. And the first is you offer forgiveness to somebody for something you did. The second is you offer forgiveness to yourself for any way that you were hurtful towards yourself. And the third is you then give forgiveness to someone who maybe offended you in some way. 
Now, what can be interesting is to do the same person in all three situations. <laughs> so I'll start with that. Because there are people in our life we have a lot of interactions with. Could be parents, could be siblings, could be lovers, husbands, wives, kids. And so there's lots. And the person can be alive or not living anymore. They can be in your life now or you can never have heard from them. You might not even remember their name. There was just that person in high school that made your life miserable and you could just see their face. So it's really about clearing the energetic cord or, or even a hook, like you have a hook into somebody and every time you even think of them, you know, you can get this sort of energetic negative reaction just thinking about them, right? So for example, I could do my father. So think about that with yourself and your father. So first, I would apologize to him. Now he passed away quite a long time ago. But the first thing to do is to offer your forgiveness. And some people, I know for me, sometimes I think, well, I was always good to him, but he did some things that wasn't great as a parent. But chances are, if you're a human, you did some things that weren't great towards him. You might not remember what they are. And that's why you say, if I have done something, to offend you, hurt you, betray you, or in any way negative, knowingly or unknowingly, please forgive me. That's what you say. If I have done anything to offend you, and you can just use that word offend to mean anything negative, anything that wasn't from your highest and best self, knowingly or unknowingly, please forgive me. Especially if you were a child, I mean, my parents told me I had a lot of temper tantrums. <laughs> I cried a lot and, you know, threw food around restaurants. And, you know, as a parent, I'm sure that wasn't very fun to deal with. So I can be asking for forgiveness for that kind of behavior. And sure, that's what kids do. But at the same time, what you're really trying to do here is disconnect from a negative connection, even if that person's passed away. And really tap into your heart when you do that and sense that you could be forgiven. Especially if the person's passed away, who knows where they are or if they still exist, but sense into that person being able to forgive you. Because no matter who the person is and what their background is, everyone's forgiven someone at some point in their life. I don't think there's any human being on the planet that has never been able to tap into the feeling of forgiving someone. So just tap into that with the person and feel what the possibility would be like that they could forgive you. Because that's what releases the negative charge between you. So that's part one. Part two is you forgive yourself. So if there's any way that I have been hurtful towards myself, in regards to my father, I now forgive myself. And you can just remember things. I know for me, my father, we, we used to call him the beacon of doom because he was <laughs> such a worrier and he liked to guilt trip people and he really was just that style of personality. And he, he liked to be a wet blanket for whatever idea, you know. I think I wanna be a writer. Oh, writers don't make any money. That's a really dumb choice. You know, it's like, and I, if I let him affect me in that way, negatively, 
then that's what I would forgive myself for, right? Or if I let myself feel guilt-tripped by him. Or I can also be blanketed under this, forgiving myself for not being as open-hearted towards him as I could. I remember when I was caring for him in the last years of his life, he was a very grumpy individual, uh, as you are when you're in a lot of pain and losing your independence and losing your faculties. It's a very, very painful journey to go through if any of you have cared for aging parents. It's not fun for them and therefore it's often not fun for the caregiver who then becomes the target of their frustration and anger at what's going on in their life. So some days I wasn't my best self with him. I wasn't as patient and loving as I would like to be. Other days I was, but for some the days when I wasn't, I forgive myself for that. So then part three is forgiving him. If there's any way that he offended me, I now forgive him. And so just think of a few instances, usually in our experiences with our parents, there's lots to choose from, right? Because parents are just doing their best. And so any way that I felt that he wasn't his best self towards me, I now forgive him for all that. I just with tenderness and mercy, let him go, let go of all that resentment now and forgive him. He did his best. Was it condoned behavior? No. Do I say that that behavior was okay? No. But to hold on to it, does it help anybody? Especially since he's passed away. <laughs> so I just let that go. And taking a deep breath. And if you feel that your heart is lighter, <laughs> that's a good sign, right? I think at the end of our lives, you want a light heart, not a heavy heart. And often, you know, if you're hanging out with someone at or near the moment of death, they will often be thinking these kind of thoughts about how they should have forgiven more people, how they wish they didn't have all these regrets and resentments that they're now you're often dealing with at the end of your life. I know that's happened for people in my life who've gone through that death process. I see them, you know, having to deal with all that stuff. And so if you're doing it every day throughout your life, little bit by little bit, when you come to the end of your life, there is a lightness and a freedom, not to mention good feelings to people who have been meaningful in your life. Now, sometimes you may not have someone that fits in all three categories. So just who do I want to offer my forgiveness to today? And just ask your subconscious to bring you the face of someone. And, you know, I did it the other day. It was my grade four teacher. Right? I was like, really? Okay. I may not even remember what it is, but that's what my subconscious mind is bringing me. So I do it for that person. Or what do I want to forgive myself for? Well, judging myself for not making a wise investment. Okay, that's what I'm going to forgive myself for. You know, these things will trickle up as soon as you ask. And then the third one, you know, who do I want to forgive? And just be silent for a moment and a face <laughs> will pop up. And that's the person you do it for. So just forgiveness three ways every day as part of your meditation. Literally, that whole process can take two minutes. 
or longer if you really want to be with each process. But just make sure you're feeling it in your heart. All right. By the way, if you want more free tools and tips, go to mindstoryacademy.com. Go to the free tab. So stay tuned for the fifth and final part. Take care.